the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. With lots of daily inspiration and stuff on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is uh, Throwback Thursday on Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I love uh, Dave's very descriptive description of us. Uh, Encouragement and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> what is that stuff? I don't know what the stuff is. Is that the stuff that uh, is the small print on our contract here at Salem uh, Wait, Media of Georgia, Salem Media <laughs> of uh, Arkansas? What do we call this? Whatever week? we are today, I'm not sure. We change the state uh, once a week. Uh, Throwback ah, Thursday, a, name that song. A classic song, I love it. Sister Golden Hair, mm-hmm. it is America from 1975. 75, number one song this right week there. in 75. One yep. of my favorites uh, mm-hmm. right there. Well, it's good to be here, it's good to be anywhere, as we say at my age. <laughs> Welcome to Throwback <laughs> Thursday. Is that what they say at your age? Yeah, I think they do, I <laughs> okay. think they do, All I right. think, I think. Uh, it is Thursday, third banana today is uh, Tiana Bogino, Bobo Bogino's a granddaughter That's right. and mom moms mom mom hey mom mom hey mom mom's probably watching it's not really mom mom it's, it's mom mom it's like mom mom it's like mom-mom. a quick right. mom mom right. it's so Mush fast it it'll make your head swim faster than wonder woman mom mom nothing's faster no. than wonder woman <laughs> well maybe flash but uh, other than that no. I don't want to know anything about flashing, please. It's not that not that kind of show. Speaking <laughs> of flashing, Doctor David Delk on the show. <laughs> well, he did write. He, he, he posted fast. that he's coming in, and he posted that he's got a surprise for us. So oh, you never know. Well, is it Bo Wisdom this time? I just not no, no, it's not Bo Wisdom. It's Lee Jenkins, but he's got a surprise. Uh, pastor Lee Jenkins on the show. This guy's huge. He's a senior pastor of Eagles Nest. Here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. author, speaker, financial expert. He played for UT, uh, the University of, of Texas, not, or, no, Tennessee, not Tennessee. Texas. Right? Is that UT? UT is University of Texas, and Tennessee is uni- our University of Tennessee. Have they talked? Do they know they're calling each other the same yeah, thing? Probably. It's hard and to know. They both have orange as their color. Orange. Tennis or uh, Texas is an ugly burnt orange color. So quick, Tiana, what what rhymes with orange? Quick, orange, orange. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Park Stamper, the midday host of 104.7. 104.7. No, they're not poor down there. No, I can give you 7,000 reasons why they're not They're not poor. But she's a, a UT grad, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe they know each other. Because don't people from Tennessee know each other? Everybody knows related? each other. Yeah. That's what I thought. Something uh-huh. like that. No, that's Alabama. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my Aunt Mama? That's a whole other hey. story. Okay. But anyway, he's on the uh, on the show. He was uh, at UT, and then he played a little bit for uh, the New York Giants. Was it the, the Giants? Giants? The Giants. Right. Jets. Not the Jets, right? The Giants. It was the Giants. And he got injured. Great story, mm-hmm. this guy. Amazing. And how he got with David Delk, I don't know. It's amazing. David Delk knows, knows all these amazing, amazing people, and, and they hang out with them anyway. Would you call that the <laughs> providence of God? 
It, it, it's something of God. Because it's certainly sure. not David making this happen. No. Right? Well, we, and how we did he David. get married anyway? Tricia, I mean, that's a whole other Providence thing, too. <laughs> it, it he must have been indeed. blinded by love. <laughs> it was a blind date. Speaking of blind <laughs> so dates. keep going yeah. on those. <laughs> Are we up to 69 yet? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you have someone that uh, you would like to hook up with uh, Tiana here, mm-hmm. uh, you can know what, where, what, where should they go? On our Facebook? Uh, just email, email you or me, yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, we need to do something you were talking earlier uh-huh. about. Was it Atlanta Fest tickets? Atlanta Fest tickets, that were yeah. given away, plus the, the uh, Dr. Uh, not Dr. David Del- Jeremiah. Dr. Jeremiah's mm-hmm. book. And we could give some of those away on... How do we do that? On Facebook? Miss social media. I think if you head um, and like our Facebook page on... Uh, Faith Talk at Live or Faith Talk Atlanta? Faith, yeah, it's Faith Talk Live. Faith Talk uh, Live. Faith Facebook. Talk Live, everybody. Yeah. Give it a like, and uh, you know we might give you some tickets. Hey. I think there we could go. do that. That and we've got Pretty what, easy. Uh, probably about 7,000 books from Dr. Jeremiah that we, so. we could give away. Mm-hmm. So are they autographed, or should we scribble something in there? No, we can we can sign it. And make Love it look and like kisses, Dr. David Jeremiah. <laughs> Dr. J. <laughs> Dr. J. Sounds been, like a rapper. That thing's been ticking. It does. Do you know who sounds Dr. Like a, J is? Sounds like a basketball no. player to me. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you know what hee-haw is? He, the sound that a hee-haw. donkey makes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Welcome to Man, the I Generation Gap. It yeah. was 1969 uh, on this date that hee-haw kicked 69. it off. Wow. Buck Owens, Roy Clark. I'm yeah. a pickin' and I'm a... Finish the sentence. Blickin'. Uh, because it rhymes with pickin'. <laughs> it was grinning. Okay. Pickin' and grinning. Pickin' yeah. and grinning. Did you ever watch? Did your oh, dad yeah. like My hee-haw? dad loved hee-haw, and, and we would watch it. Gloom, despair. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the... On so yeah. it was a TV show. It was yeah. a TV Just show. It was a country TV show. Country artists. They did shtick. Okay. It was kind of corny, mm-hmm. but it was kind of... It kinda, was very corny. It yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah. I grew up watching it, and uh, that would be what, uh, let's see, 69, that's what, 49 years ago, something like that? Something uh, like that. Wow. Yeah, take, new what's math, the new like math on that? What's like 48 years. 48 years old, so uh, how about that? Uh, I don't, I never see that in syndication, so I'm sure it's out there somewhere, Yeah. but uh, we'll have to show you, we'll get on YouTube and show you... Okay. Uh, an episode of Hee Haw. Uh-huh. Yeah. What'd you say? I'm a pickin', I'm a lickin'. Well, because it rhymed with pickin'. <laughs> you do lickin' after finger. And, finger lickin'. Right, finger lickin'. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. Father's Day coming up this weekend. That'd be a great gift for your dad. Uh, I don't know if he's old enough uh, for Hee Haw or not. Would he be into Hee Haw? Well, I think I he's my age. Yeah, so uh-huh. he's, Is he? He's at the young he's end a of the young guy, isn't he? Mm-hmm, 46. Okay. What are you going to get, Steve? Oh, I don't it know. It is Steve this it week, is, right? It is Steve. Okay. I, it, <laughs> this week. <laughs> this, that's correct. Have well, you always called him Steve? No, I call him Dad. Dad. That's good. But he saved in my phone as Pops. Pops. Yeah. Otherwise With known as Steve. The dollar bill is sign Is he a after. superhero that he needs three <laughs> names? Wait, he's got a dollar bill sign after his name in your phone? <laughs> now we that. know. <laughs> is it what? So, does he print them at night in his that's basement? exactly. I thought it grew right out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> As all children do, don't they? Oh, Mine Steve. certainly do. We feel for you, Steve. So what are you getting, Steve, for? Well, what I, do you think Steve would want? I think he would want you at home, I think. I think so. But, I mean, I did not use his Starbucks card, Starbizzle card this morning. So I think that's gift <laughs> enough. You're welcome, Dad. Happy Wait, Father's Day. Wait, you have Day. his card? I do. I'm connected do on my phone. Do you have his credit card? No, just his app. 
Just his it's app. connected to but his But he de- pays for it because he yes, puts the money on there. that's correct. Why are we not letting her so pay for coffee <laughs> all the time? Tomorrow morning, uh, uh, coffee at Starbizzle is on Steve. <laughs> is on Steve. <laughs> Come Thank on, you, Atlanta. Steve. <laughs> Woo, everybody. Well, you, get you, cup, you get a cup. You get a cup. you imagine him seeing the bill after we invite all of our listeners to uh, have a cup of coffee on, on Steve? Ooh, that sounds hot. Ouch. Coffee on Steve. Birthdays today include Neil Patrick Harris, forty four. Do you know who the, do you know what show he was on back in the Dan when was that? The eighties? It was the eighties, yeah. Do you in remember the 80s? when he was a kid? He, he was, was like a, teenager. a teenager. No. Yeah. Maybe I don't. late maybe early twenties. Okay. I don't. Doogie Hauser. Does that sound familiar? That sounds familiar. It's not mm-hmm. something you step in at the park after okay, someone's taking their clarifying. dog for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, speaking of Doogie Hauser, that's what uh, Adam the Beard, Samurai Man Bun and all that other stuff. No socks, uh, Hollywood the Beast. Uh, IV in the hospital. IV in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, that's what he calls my son Joshua that's whenever Joshua thought. comes with me. He oh. calls him Doogie Hauser. And, oh, I see. And Joshua always goes, who's Doogie Hauser? See, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Who's Doogie Hauser, Daddy? Who were the Beatles? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, who? Uh, Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi was the brother uh, of John Belushi, and Jim Belushi is an actor, 63 uh, today. You probably don't know who Jim Belushi is. It sounds familiar. Would you like to be on another show? Maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting? Uh, let's see. What do you think you're getting for it? Now, you want a massage. We should oh. We should call. Should we call uh, Kayla? She's probably working at... Uh, uh, she's actually off today. She's been working a lot this week. But who, who of the three is in charge of the whole dad's thing? Or is it Kathy? No, it's pretty much Kathy. Um, and, and if there was a child that would be involved, or it would probably be Bethany. She's Bethany. Mm. Yeah. Okay, if they're yeah. listening or watching, mm-hmm. hopefully they'll get you a massage. Not a not, massage, or not I, them do the massage. Right? No, I want an actual want an professional expert. massage. Right. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I told them yesterday a Home Depot gift card because uh, my grill needs some new. Uh, I don't know what do we call them grill grates or plates. How do you or spell? <laughs> I don't know. You know how to spell that? You went to college. I don't. You were a fairy princess down in Disney. Uh, awesome. I'm not sure what I'm getting, and you know this is going to sound. You're going to hate this. You know what I want for Father's Day? What? World peace. No, what I want. <laughs> That's what I told Kaylee when she asked me. I said world peace. I want all of the boys together and us to eat mm-hmm. and a uh, $100 gift card. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, also, and also this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the oldest here of the show. I should get some kind of Father's Day show, father, gift, something, something. Well... Let, let us I bought you Moe's yesterday. Yeah. Um, you have anything else of Steve's that we can charge? Uh, <laughs> no, unfortunately, You don't have no. one of his credit cards or anything? No. How about he doesn't mom? trust me that much. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see. Well, let's do this. Uh, I'm hoping to get a weed eater, a new weed eater, though, seriously. Yeah. Because I looked in the mirror this morning, and that forest growing in my ear, I need help. <laughs> Not for actual weeds. Yeah, you okay. Just have like, right. a, like a hundred gauge wire on that thing. <laughs> Personal well, hygiene s- weed eater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's get serious with Dr. David Delk. No, scratch that. We can't get no, we serious can't get with serious him, with but David. we will with Pastor Lee Jenkins. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with those guys in seconds. It is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hey there. ATL and FTL, a match made in Buckhead. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah, it is the uh, Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Throwback Thursday, or as I like to say, happy almost Friday to you. 
I'm your boogeyman. That is, uh, I got to think a minute. That's Casey and the Sunshine Band, yes, and that's is. got. This is where uh, Dan, the younger of the two of us, tries to stump the old guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that's uh, definitely mid seventies. How about seventy six? Seventy seven. You're seventy seven. It was the number one song this week in nineteen seventy seven. I'm your boogeyman. I'm your boogeyman. Look out! Speaking of boogeyman, here he is, uh, <laughs> Doctor David Delk. We've been talking. Oh look, about, he brought candles whoa, with him. Little bitty that. candles. Little bitty candles. Aren't for those little cute? Oh wow! <laughs> wow! You know, wow. just a little love. Yeah, that's all the time we have for Doctor David Delk today. Let's, let's flick this guy. But you and I aren't big enough to. Uh, to bounce this no, guy, no, maybe Lee can help us Pastor out. Pastor so. Lee Jenkins here <laughs> in the studio, one of our special guests. So I don't know. You've been bringing these high quality caliber guests on the show, and it boggles my mind how the how I can hang, hang with high with quality you. people. <laughs> hey! Started out with low quality two years ago. Now we're at high quality. I didn't want to set the standard too high in the beginning. Of course, there is the fact too that he's on a show where the two hosts are in the uh, in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio, radio career. That's right. But we he are. took the time out to hang with us. Good to have you, Pastor. Good to see you. Great to be here. Nice to meet you. Well, mm-hmm. great to meet you. We too. know some about you. We've uh, we've stalked you just a hair on Facebook and uh, on the web, and uh, we trust this guy. He brings us always quality mm-hmm. uh, folks. And you're part of FCA, and and uh, you played for UT. Yes, and I you did. know we can't say that too loud around every, here. Every time you say UT, I think university. <laughs> of Texas because I grew is up in Texas. Is it not real? Is it not called UT? I don't know. Do they call oh, Tennessee UT? No, we call it Tennessee. UT. Okay. UT, yeah. I'm just you're used to it being University of Texas. Really, means... it is the UT. The UT you're talking about is it's just like, it's almost okay. like a burp. Right. You know, excuse yeah. me. Well, I didn't mean to I would say agree, that. but you know. But down the <laughs> right. hall, one of the hosts on uh, on The Fish, she is a UT grad as well, so we'll have to we'll have to collide you to... Uh, together, we'll talk about your story. Yes. You played for uh, the Giants for just a little bit, just one you, year. You got a financial background, a pastoral background. You're an author, you're a speaker. You do everything. I think you have a superhero a letter on your chest. What is it? A big L? <laughs> oh man, I tell you, a jack of all trades, there, master of none. Way to go, <laughs> man! You're you're amazing. So we want to talk to Thank this you. guy too, Paul. Paul, Grandpa. Oh, Paul. I see you all over hey, Facebook Paul. with your. With your grandkids. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's right? a few kids, it's too. that phase in life. Yeah. yeah. I love down. that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And you and Tricia, didn't you celebrate a... 33 years. 33 wow. years. Yeah. Amazing. Hung out at Buckhead in Atlanta at the Ritz-Carlton. Look out. Right. Yeah. Was it a blind date for you, too? Did she not know what was coming? Oh, she knew what was coming. We just didn't know what was coming with the first hotel we went to. <laughs> we had to pack our bags and get out of there. <laughs> really? What happened? It was crazy. We uh, We did, you know decided to uh go down to a certain part of atlanta and you know we walked into the hotel and realized we were out of our environment (laughs) by many many years we decided this is not where we older people need to be hanging out so we went to another one all right oh i thought you were talking about 33 years ago no, he's talking about it. The they're, way you described it, I thought it was like a shotgun wedding. Thirty three years we ago, we had to get out of town. Been, I didn't yeah. know what was what was going on. <laughs> I'm so glad she said I do to you because where would you be today with without her? Huh? Uh, post office yes. in the post office picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have Doctor David Delk here in the studio with uh, Pastor Lee Jenkins. We're going to tell his story here in just a few. We were talking earlier about what Atlanta Fest tickets mm-hmm. and Doctor Jeremiah's book, right. and we thought that what we do is we'll go ahead and give it away on the phone between now and the end of the show. But we have so many that we could do a Facebook thing. What was it? Tiana was saying. She's, yeah, I think uh, Tiana's going to make a post on Facebook where she just says, "Hey, if you like and say that you want some tickets." 
tickets. Uh, first, I don't know how many other people will give tickets to. So go on Facebook uh, on our Facebook page at Faith Talk Live, and you can do that. Say, I want them tickets, mm-hmm. and we'll give you an autographed book. Dan and I will autograph Dr. David Jeremiah's. Do we actually have those books here in a, uh, in a closet somewhere? Got me. I don't know. Maybe you guys could help us autograph those. All you have to do is sign it, Dr. David Jeremiah. That's it. Okay. So, so Dr. David, David right away. Yeah, I'm sure authentic. he'll appreciate that. <laughs> I do want to say this before we get in. Again, prayers for uh, the folks from yesterday's shooting. AJC uh, just kind of gave uh, an update. And I guess, uh, what is it, Steve? Is it Scalise? Scalia, Scalise, yeah. Is he still in critical condition? That's the last I saw. He Originally, I saw that he was stable, but then the, the last I saw, he was in critical condition. So, so. prayers for him mm. and uh, family and those uh, that uh, are involved. I saw that my, yeah. my congressman, Barry Loudermilk, was at the field yeah. and, and was there and, and witnessed the shooting. So, a lot, they, a lot of congressmen were they, there. So. They talked about that. Mm. It's crazy town, yeah, it is. isn't it? Very crazy. And my thought is that now this has probably Mm. always been going on, but now with media, social media as well, we get it immediately. And so it looks like the whole world's falling apart. Mm -hmm. So, of course, without Jesus, it is falling apart. right? It is. But uh, anyway, we want to hear from you in just a second. Second, thank God that uh, we have Jesus, right? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Where would we be without... Where will we be without Jesus? Where will we be without you? Thanks for bringing this guy in. Absolutely. How How did you guys connect? You obviously found him. He didn't find you. Oh, it's a funny story. Is it? Funny story, yeah. Well, the first time I ever saw Lee, uh, we were at football camp several years ago, and I heard about this uh, new hire for FCA. Okay. They were bringing a high-caliber, tough guy, (laughs) mono and mono, played NFL football, used to knocking heads. So I'm out there in the hot sun on the field. I turn around and look, and there's this guy sitting down underneath an umbrella in the shade <laughs> with all of his pastoral people on the left and all of his pastoral people on the right. And I said, who is that? And they said, that's the new guy. <laughs> I said, oh, wow, I'm not impressed. He's sitting over in the shade with all his people. Oh my goodness! So that was our first. That, that was, was my first, first perception of Lee. Now, how do you introduce yourself? To something like that. I said, (laughs) I'm not worthy, but uh, worthy. He said, do you need a Manny and a Petty also? Is that what he said? Here, give him the candle. There There we go. go. There you go, Pastor. (laughs) (laughs) We won't tell you what the candle represents. Awesome. Well, you have quite a a bio. I I read your bio where you were uh, baptized at an early age, but it wasn't until you went to UT, University of Tennessee, that you really committed to Christ. What was it that caused you to make that decision? Were you a part of FCA then, or did someone just out of the blue speak to you? What's the story? My very first FCA meeting, I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. Mm. The first one? Very first, because I'd grown up in the church. I heard plenty of sermons, but I was an athlete, and I wanted to be famous, and Mm. I wanted to make money. And so achievement was really my God, Uh, being successful, and um, so I don't remember hearing the gospel very clearly, but I know I heard it. Yeah. I remember watching Billy Graham on sure. television. Mm-hmm. But when I got to Tennessee, I went to this FCA meeting and there was an ex-pro football player speaking to us. And already he had my attention. Wow. Which is, by the way, one of the powerful things about sports ministry. Right. Because you can reach people right on their level. Mm-hmm. Long story short, this guy gave his testimony. I didn't even know what a testimony was. Mm-hmm. He talked about how... Uh, he made a lot of money, how he had chased a lot of women, how he had achieved a lot of success, but none of it brought him happiness. Huh. 
And he said, many of you guys out there listening to me right now, you're doing the same thing and you have a void in your life. And he said, the only thing that's going to fill that void is Jesus Christ. Wow. It's not the NFL. It's not millions of dollars. And it's not pretty women. Mm. And when he was saying that, it was like he was talking straight to me. My gracious. So he gave an invitation. I was the first one down front. And my life hasn't been the same since. And I was 18 and a half years old. Wow. Now I'm 56. Wow. Are you 56? Yeah, 56. Wow. You yeah. Don't would not have guessed that at all. He doesn't look like me at all, yeah. does he? I look no, he like doesn't. a washed up old 56 year old. This guy. Mr. Magoo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Magoo. Here, we'll just, uh, oh, you can just uh, cut that mic, yeah, silence it. I mean, he just thinks he's talking. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. Lee Allen Jenkins here. We're, we're hearing about his story. So that connection, who was the, the ex-pro? Uh, His name was John Bramlett. Okay. John Bramlett was second to Joe Namath in Rookie of the Year oh, honors in 1965. Wow. He was a linebacker. Wow. And, man, he had an incredible ministry of going around talking to athletes. And uh, so I'm a, I'm a product of the ministry of John Bramlett. Did that surprise you at all when he said that none of that stuff would bring you Happiness. I mean, is that what you were thinking was going to bring you happiness? Oh, absolutely. I mean, being an athlete, um, that's what you try to achieve. Mm-hmm. And then growing up in the inner city, you know, and, and seeing people make money and on television and, and struggling as a little child financially and saying, you know what? All of my troubles could be over if I could just make it right. to the pros or if I could just make it here or make it there. So it becomes an idol. You don't try to make it an idol, mm-hmm. but it just becomes an idol achievement, success, um, all of the things that go along with that, it, it, materialism, it just becomes an idol. Wow. And so that's what happened to me at an early age, but it was all surrounded the world, surrounding the world of sports. Wow. We want to talk about uh, your, your brief encounter with the Jets and then as far as your financial background and your pastoral background and we won't talk about manning and petties this time okay <laughs> umbrellas okay. and people yeah. with grapes and fans and yes stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but we want to talk about the influence that fca has it had it on you yes and that was probably a a, a no-brainer as far as getting involved in fca for you you saw the proof in the pudding we'll be right back with dr david delk and uh, pastor lee jenkins uh, right now we've got a heartbreak i'm rick probst and i'm dan ratcliffe this is faith talk live we'll be right back from the seventh floor of a five-story building hovering in midair like angels it's rick probst and dan ratcliffe on faith talk atlanta See, now that's where we need the hallelujah chorus to come in, right? Yeah, right. It is Throwback Thursday on Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Pro, And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy day before Friday. That is Lip Sync and um, talk about it, talk about it. I don't remember the title. Funky Town. Funky Town, of mm. course. I played that when I was a disc jockey back in the 80s. And, and uh, I was the one that was and calling yes. and asking for it, yeah. <laughs> back then we used to take requests, right? Mm-hmm. And the kids, when they were off for the summer school, yeah. they would always Non-stop. request the ones the jock did not want right. to hear. Anyway, 19, was it 82? 1980. 1980. 1980, the number one close. song this week. Yeah. Wow. What an amazing day and what an amazing show. We've got Dr. David Delcio. Thank you for the candles. And you got mm-hmm. the candles from our more than a receptionist, Shamso. Yep. Which I'm wondering, why did she have candles Probably on her birthday person? candles. She went and I requested That's candles, a, and she went and found some. All right. She was being a sweet person. She is sweet. Yes. To those that do not work here. 
<laughs> to guests. She's sweet to me. I don't know what you're right, talking there's about. There's something but... going on here. I'm not sure. Dr. Mm. David Delkin, Pastor Lee Jenkins here in the studio. We're getting into his story uh, about his connection with crisis, connection with FCA. Pastor of Eagle's Nest in Roswell, planted, what, five years ago, and now a 1,000 folks. Yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that in seconds. We've got those tickets uh, to give away at Atlanta Fest. That starts tonight, right? Is it today, tonight? Yeah, it starts tonight at Strong Rock Christian School. We've got those. If you go on our uh, Faith Talk Live on Facebook and say, I want those tickets in the Dr. David Jeremiah book, Mysteries of Revealing the Mysteries of Heaven. That's the one. Uh, we'll get those uh, to you, and also uh, we'll give you a chance to call between now and the end of the show, and you Maybe will Maybe we talk. should give him Dr. David Delk's book as well. You have, you have a book, don't you? Yeah, I'm fixing to sign some of his books, Dr. David Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> we could also insert a picture of david in his attire yeah. today he's looking very very sexy uh, anyway give me that candle back no more candles for you buddy i'm worried lee i'm coming oh, on your goodness. side yeah. that's a safe place yep. pastor lee jenkins here uh he uh, was a part of uh i guess once you're a part of ut you're always a part of ut yes. right the blood and runneth orange. The blood runneth on, you know. <laughs> runneth orange. Runs yes. orange, yep. yes. And it does run orange and red and black at times, doesn't it? Um, With the, the dogs and the volunteers. We didn't have much success against UT. That's right. It gets right. ugly. Not, yeah, it gets, it gets ugly. ugly here. And when I played, Herschel Walker was the... Great oh, running wow. back, and oh, I played gracious. against Herschel two years in Did a row. You know, really? Right. And you were us. a back, right? A defensive I was a defensive back. back. I yeah, tackled yeah. Herschel about seven or eight times over a two-year period. You actually caught up going, with him, right? Yeah, I actually <laughs> caught up with him. He drugged me about eight yards the first time I tackled <laughs> But I felt like that was a huge accomplishment. Yeah. I really got him down. Man. Couldn't believe it. That wasn't during the hobnail boot days, was it? When was that? When uh, what's his name talked about? Uh, that's a whole nother story. Okay. But was that UT? I can't remember what team that so. was. Legendary phrase: hobnail boots. Uh, any, on that one. Anyway, nobody in here remembers that. <laughs> All the uh, UGA uh, alumni, I know exactly what I'm, Let's I'm go talking to the senior about. Senior citizen home and see if oh, they remember get that. I must have been back when you were playing football with yeah. no face masks. <laughs> leather helmets, yeah, leather helmets. <laughs> no drug gear. So, <laughs> what do you mean leather helmets? We didn't use any helmets back in the day. Uh, Is that what's wrong with you? Yes, Pastor yeah. Jenkins here in the studio. Okay, so you so you step out, you get drafted by New the, York Giants, the Giants, actually Giants. I get a call on draft night, 1983. Guy gets on the phone and says, hey, we just drafted you in the 11th round. We know that you had a rough senior year because I played hurt most of my senior year. Okay. And he said, but we believe you have a lot of potential. And um, so we want to – you, you got to take the next plane out in the morning. And I said, okay, coach, by the way, what is your name? It was a first-year coach. Huh. And he says, uh, I'm Coach Bill Parcell. Oh, wow. no yeah. way. I'm not kidding you. It was his oh, wow. first year. And then I go to New York the next day. And all the defensive players go into a room, and another 31-year-old coach comes in the room to talk to us. Yeah. And it was his first year as a defensive coordinator. And he says, hello, my name is Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah. man. Dude, isn't that awesome? Man. Both of those guys, their first years. Unbelievable. I, I was on the team. Wow. And I told my buddies, I said, about three years from now, if I could hang in there, I'm going to have a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to hang in there <laughs> because of injuries, but they did man. win the Super Bowl three But you recognize talent. Talent and skill in those guys. Wow, yes. how about that? That's yeah, really, it was really cool. Obvious. You never think about those guys having a first year, right? Yeah, it's almost right. like they've yeah. always been. They've always wow. been around. So, so you you you're a part, and you also have a financial background. Did that 
Did you start that while you were with the with the Giants, or was that later on? How'd that work out? It was for really you? when I was with the Giants, being in New York. I was always intrigued by the stock market. Yeah, and then a lot of my athlete pro athlete friends made a ton of money, a whole mm-hmm. lot more than I did. Yeah, and I remember them telling me stories about how they were losing money yeah. or how they made a bad investment. Yeah. So I said, well, Lord, if my career lasts, uh, I better learn how to mm-hmm. handle money and I need to learn something about investments in Wall Street. As I began to read books, I just fell in love with it, hmm. met a few stockbrokers in New York. So when my career was over, I moved back to Atlanta, which is my hometown, yeah, yeah. and decided I wanted to be a stockbroker and spent 25 years in the investment business. I wonder and did how, pretty well, too. I wonder how many pro athletes who, who grew up without a whole lot and uh-huh. then suddenly they're throwing a lot of money yeah, yeah. And, and go through that same thing of, I've got all this money and they don't know what to do with it or how to handle they it. Get and they get a lot of friends quick, no doubt, oh, right? A lot of friends, a yeah. lot of relatives you didn't yeah. even know you had. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> they come out of the woodwork. Yeah. And then sometimes it's the worst time in life to have that much money. Yeah. I mean, when you're 42, 45, 50, you have a different perspective mm-hmm. right, right. on money, or at least we hope you do, right, yeah, you right. know, if you're mature. Right. But when you're 22, 23 years old, it's just very difficult to mm-hmm. be able to handle that kind of money. Yeah. So I've seen some incredible mistakes that people have made. Mm. So I spent 25 years. Many of my clients were pro athletes. Some of them were entertainers. A lot of them were just regular professionals and entrepreneurs. And so um, I had mentors like a guy named Ron Blue, uh, Larry Burkett, right, right. Uh, right. Dave Ramsey, Legends. all of this. Yeah, these Dave guys. Ramsey, yeah. never heard of that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I kind of did the whole thing, but I based my advice off of uh, biblical principles. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord prospered my business. But then that empty feeling started coming back again in my life. I talked to some of my mentors, and they said, oh, Lee, you're just going through a midlife crisis. Ah, okay. I was in my mid-40s at that time. That's not midlife. Yeah, that's not midlife. (laughs) (laughs) Because if it is, that's where I am. No, 60-something, that's 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 midlife, midlife. where I'm standing. So really what God was trying to do is to to really move me to another, I'm going to say another level, but another dimension of my life, which I believe he was trying to get me to to really focus on uh, pouring my life into people. And, and nothing wrong with the stock market, mutual funds, and all of that. Right. But you can't take it with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, God was just trying to get my attention. And sometimes the things that I was good at, you know, or the things I had taken a lot of pride in, you know, the house, the car, just the prestige, it just wasn't doing it for me anymore. Hmm. So after about three years of praying and wrestling with God, and then that financial crisis that hit in 2008 mm-hmm. really woke me up. Oh, there was a crisis? Ooh. I don't remember that. Do you? <laughs> no, oh, man. Wow. So um, after three or four years of wrestling with God, I said, okay, Lord, even though this doesn't make sense, yeah, I'm going to walk away from a 25-year career, hmm. and I'm going to step out on faith. We sold our house. We downsized not even knowing exactly what God wanted me to do, just knowing that I wanted to devote the rest of my life to ministry and to pouring into people. And shortly after that, he met me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and his life has met, never uh, been the same. David Dell. No, he said his There's life was going to pour on. Into. <laughs> my life went downhill after I met David Dell. Pastor Lee Jenkins telling his Poor story. David. So when you communicated this to your wife and your family, are your kids still at home? My kids are out, uh, but they were uh, two were in college and one was in high school. Okay. 
And so that's quite a, a, a change. There is a, a paradigm shift going on here. What did your, how did your wife respond? Believe it or not, my wife responded tremendously. She, my mother, my best friends, as soon as I told them that I believe God was calling me out of the business world to devote my life to full-time ministry, in fact, not just full-time ministry, but to pastor, to shepherd yeah, yeah. people of God, they say, we've seen that in you for 20 or 30 years. Wow. We've been waiting on you. It was like nobody was surprised. That? So my children weren't surprised. Of course, they wanted to know, okay, Dad, well, what does this mean in terms of uh, are we going to have to move into a one-bedroom apartment? <laughs> I said, no, we're going to have to make some changes, but yeah. not that drastic. Yeah. Actually, everybody was excited about it. That's awesome. It. Good. That is awesome. Pastor Lee Jenkins, so you, uh, how did you, you at what point? Uh, here, did you connect with FCA? You'd already planted Eagle's Nest yes. in Roswell, uh, and you had been speaking, I guess, on and off in FCA. How did you really make the shift to, yes, this is something definitely I want to do? As a pastor, sometimes we get so involved in our local churches that our ministry becomes just what's going on inside of the walls of our church. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've always believed that um, that not only should I be the shepherd of the church that I pastor, but I should also have a tremendous impact outside of the walls Mm, of the church. mm -hmm. So I just began to uh, ask the Lord, Lord, how do you want me to impact the community? How do you want me? I mean, I look at the church as a kind of a training center, but what am I going to do uh, as it relates to outreach? And, and as soon as I asked God that question, uh, my, the FCA came to mind because I've, um, I had two sons playing college football at the time. One of my sons played at Clemson. Oh, One wow. of my sons uh, is at Arizona State University. Wow. And, and I remember how they have grown spiritually. And I said, boy, it sure would be nice to kind of uh, get back into sports ministry. And right after that, I met the state director, a guy named Shane Williamson, at a restaurant. I mean, we just ran into each other. Hmm. One thing led to another. And about three months later, I was hired as the uh, director of mostly of Fulton County and DeKalb County, mm. as primarily my areas. Wow. Now, I love what you said about the list, uh, because uh, they were looking for someone, yeah. and you initially said, I'll find you someone. Right. Kind of retell that story, or should we go to a break we're and we can tell the rest first, of yeah. Let's tell the rest of that story after uh, this break. Pastor uh, Lee Jenkins here with Dr. David Dalk. We'll uh, talk more about this. What a story. It is. We'll talk more about FCA as well. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll be right back. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. The hypotenuse to life's right triangle on Faith Talk Atlanta. I don't know. Don't ask me. That's math. I, don't I think that's that. something you have to ask a doctor about what that is. <laughs> Sounds like something surgical. Do you know Dr. what that David is? Dr. David Delk, you know what? I failed algebra three times, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> and that's geometry, so that told you anything. Well, there we go. There you go. Well, I don't you know, know the difference. We could lean on uh, Pastor Lee here. I'm sure that he would know what a pontonose. A hypotenuse. A hypotenuse. Never heard of it. Yeah, of the right triangle. I'm not so sure that David didn't Dave didn't make that up. No, I mean, that's real. I've heard of it. I just don't know what it is because I... I I struggled through algebra, geometry, and all that too. So. Hypotenuse, a hypotenuse. Oh, okay. It's interesting. Like if you know, Bullwinkle used to talk about. <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you say <laughs> that? The yeah, that day. <laughs> it's just a natural gravitational <laughs> pull. Oh, thank you. It is the uh, Throwback Thursday of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him speechless just, before. I'm just laughing at, at, uh, at uh, Bullwinkle saying, hi, 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 hi,
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right, that's that it. was uh, Tears for day. Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. 1984, 85, 86. 85. Very good. Something yeah, number like one song this week in 85. Thursday. I get a few points today. You do. Throwback good job. Thursday. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a great show. It's the Friday edition, and Dan says hallelujah for that. We're going to talk to. I no, knew the there's a sound effect. There you go. That tomorrow is Friday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Dan loves the heat. Loves his. Loves his Friday. Yes, I do. Uh, and we're going to do a free for all tomorrow, special show, and then we're going to talk to uh, K. Dodd, comedian K. Dodd, mm-hmm. about their recent uh, recording of a DVD that they just did. Where was that? Do you remember what? It was in Nashville, I think. Nashville, did, Nash yeah. Vegas, mm-hmm. and uh, it was huge. Her, Anita Renfro, Sandy Joy. And Lisa Mills, they all got together separately. That's a wild group and, right there. And uh, together. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk to her about uh, that, and it'll be out, uh, I, I'm thinking, sometime in September, October. Uh, meanwhile, we've got those books and ticks uh, to give away. Let's go ahead and do that, Dan. We'll give those Atlanta Fest tickets on the phone. Yep. 404-995-7300. Shamso is standing by with her candles that she found somewhere. She's standing. 404-995-7300 if you want to be uh, one of the first couple of folks that call through, and she'll get them to you. Also, Adventures in Odyssey. See, focus on the family. Those guys flying you. You could be flying to Colorado Springs uh, to enter. You all you have to do is go to faithtalkatlanta.com. We love those guys at uh, Focus on the Family. Love this guy. I know he's got a busy schedule. If we can get him in again, that would be uh, epic for us. You right? want me to come in with him? Uh, no, okay. not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, but no. I thought it would just be kind to look at you while we're talking, you know, since you're the in-between guy here. You're the middleman. Yeah. <laughs> David, you're not feeling the love today, are you? No, no, no. Poor David. All those shows that I lined up to bring other people, just cancel them. Yeah. Just, just wipe them off your calendar. That's all right. We know Pastor Lee now. So yep, uh, anyway, right. don't call us. We'll you call you. But you won't find any more people through <laughs> Dr. David Delk and uh, Pastor Lee Jenkins. So we picked up, well, we left off rather. Uh, you were a part of uh, the Giants there. Because of your injuries, you didn't continue. You have a financial background. You planted the church, and you got the call yes. to FCA. And I love this. Uh, what was the the director of FCA, was it? Yeah, the state director of FCA was in a restaurant. I was walking through through the restaurant. He says, hey, Lee, hey, man. I said, so we get to talking, and he says, hey, by the way, uh, we have a position open. I'd like for you to pray about it. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm thinking he wants me to pray about it so I can find somebody <laughs> for him. Okay. So I go home and I look at the job description. He told me to go on the website and I look at it and I look through my phone. I said, man, um, the only person I know that fits this job description <laughs> is me. <laughs> so I go to my wife. I said, babe, you're going to think I'm crazy. I know we just started, you know, this church a year ago, but, um, I believe God is calling me to FCA, and um, uh, this guy just showed me a job description, and I fit everything on it. Hmm. And then she said, go for it. So I called him back, and I said, hey, man, I looked at the job description. I tried to find somebody for you. The only person I could think of was myself. (laughs) (laughs) And he starts laughing. He said, well, Lee, why in the world you think I told you about the position? I wasn't telling you to find somebody else. I wanted you to pray about it. Wow. That's how I got with FCA. His reaction when you said yes? Oh, he was elated. He was elated. So uh, then I had to go meet some of the other power brokers with like FCA, David Delk. like David Delk. Oh. And that almost, the deal almost got blown right there. Man. But no, it's Not just funny. a great group of And we're having an awesome impact on coaches and athletes all around the city and really around the nation. That's what it's all about, yeah. right? Here you are plugged in there. Your, your church and your speaking and your writing is successful. 
But as you uh, sink in with FCA and have for some time, you're seeing just so many dynamic things, how God is moving. What are some of the things that you've seen that are really uh, have impacted your life, your personal life? Wow, man, it's so much. Uh, let me make a, uh, a statement. When I was speaking all around the nation, which I love to do and writing books, doing book signings, man, that was really neat. Mm. But I believe God started dealing with me. He basically started nudging me saying, do you want to be a celebrity or do you want to be a servant? Wow. Because there's a big difference between a celebrity Christian. Now, what's the difference? A celebrity, you can do the big stuff, speak in front of the big crowds. Nothing is wrong with this, by Mm -hmm. the way. Right, right. But a servant, you have to roll up your sleeve. You Mm -hmm. have to get the smell of sheep on your hands. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because when I would speak at Promise Keepers and all these different places, I mean, that was great. Yeah, yeah. But I could go back home. I didn't have to deal with people's problems. Right. But now God was saying, no, I want you to roll up your sleeve. So uh, the beauty of FCA is it gives me an opportunity to roll my sleeves up Mm. and to get involved in the lives of these coaches and these athletes, particularly in the urban community where 80 percent of homes that are African-Americans don't have a father in the home. So that coach becomes the father in a sense to these young men and women. So one of our jobs is to equip these coaches so that they can be almost like fathers to these young men and women. Mm. So that's been the most uh, rewarding thing is um, coming in, equipping coaches, seeing athletes' lives that are changed through this platform of sports. And just like me, I was impacted. I'd listened to Billy Graham my whole life. Sure. Well, why did John Bramlett preach a sermon? Yeah. And all of a sudden he had my undivided attention because I was an athlete. I was a football player. Mm-hmm. He was a football player. And that credibility factor was very high. And so that's what we're doing through FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, using the platform of sports to relate to these young men and women and hopefully see lives change. Wow. Pastor Lee Jenkins uh, telling his story that uh, uh, smelling like sheep, that'll yeah. preach, won't yeah, it? Yeah, man. Yeah, got to <laughs> smell like sheep. I mean, a lot of us, hey, we want to preach to the sheep, sell books to the sheep. Nothing is wrong with that. I like to do that, too. But smelling like sheep means mm. you got to get your hands on them. What mm. story comes to mind maybe of an athlete or a coach and having their own challenges, uh, their own crisis, uh, and uh, maybe something you said to them either from the stage or one-on-one, okay. just it clicked for them like it did for you? A few months ago, um, as I often do during football season, I go to football games and practices of local high schools. So my presence is there. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm not ministering or praying, just being there uh, means a lot to these coaches and athletes. Well, a parent comes up to me one day after practice and she says, uh, I'm suspecting that my child is on drugs. Okay, And she says, um, I could go to the coach. I could do this. But I'd like for you to go talk to him Mm. because he respects you so much uh, because you play football and because you, you do the little weekly chapels for the team. And he just, uh, he hangs on every word. I mean, I never would have known that. Now she's asking me to find out whether her son is doing drugs. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. (laughs) And you know what? I had a talk with him and he told me everything. Mm. And everything that she was suspecting was true. It was probably even worse. Yeah. And so we got an opportunity. I got an opportunity to sit down with the parents and this young man. And eventually we brought the coach in to try to deal with this young man's drug problem mm-hmm. and to try to talk him into uh, leaving that life alone. So it was just me being at the family table, being involved in this family issue 
through FCA, I, I never would have had that opportunity. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. How many other stories? I'll bet there are so, so many. We're wrapping up the show here. We've just got a little over 30 seconds. Thank you so much for doing what what, what you do, for answering the call mm-hmm. in so many ways. Thank you for connecting with this guy. Where's a great place they can get uh, with your website, uh, et cetera? They can go, uh, probably the best place to find out as much as you can about me is Lee Jenkins Group. Dot com Lee Jenkins Group. You'll see the work I'm doing with FCA, with my church, all different things. LeeJenkinsGroup.com. Awesome. We appreciate you so much. We do appreciate you, buddy. And uh, we'll see you uh, next time as you bring another amazing guest. Tomorrow's going to be a great show on Faith Talk Live, Friday edition. Meanwhile, it's Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Have a great day. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.